Welcome to the one on one. When it comes to ratings, man, we number one. I get the truth, then I give them the scoop. If anybody got a question, I give them the proof. Welcome to the one on one. When it comes to ratings, man, we number one. I get the truth, then I give them the scoop. If anybody got a question, I give them the proof. Welcome to one on one at Legacy Lake Sports Network. Hello, everybody. Darrell Owens, Legacy Maker Sports Network, and we are here for episode 11 of One on One. And today with me, I got a special guest, former Tampa Bay Buccaneer, former Carolina Panther, current NFL free agent, Javian Elliott, here with me today. Javian, how you doing, brother? Doing great, man. How you doing over there? Man, you know, man, just trying to stay, just trying to stay out of trouble. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> the best way I can. And mm-hmm. uh, like I said, we truly appreciate having you on the show today, man. And I hope everything has been going well with you and your family, uh, you know, during COVID, because it has been a wild three months. Said it on a couple of episodes so far, but I, I try to check. It's like a, it's like a wellness check for everybody. I want to see how everybody's doing. So how have you been handling COVID? Uh, how's your family doing? Is everybody okay? How things have been? Yeah, family's doing well, man. You know, uh, this whole time, I pretty much, uh, especially when it first started, you know, quarantine, just chilling at the house. Uh, you know, it was a blessing because I had just moved into my place right like a couple weeks before all this started. So it was kind of perfect timing for real. So, uh, you know, just been quarantined. Uh, lately, lately I've just been working out, though. But um, besides that, man, I just work out, come home, chill. Still not really uh, leaving the house that much, you know, get some food and stuff. But that's about it. Yeah, I, you know, it's, it's, it's wild because, like, right now, all I can think about myself is that every time I go outside, I got to wear that mask. Not a fan of the mask right now, uh, but you know you, you got to do what you got to do to be safe. But every time I go out there, uh, you know it's it's a different element. People seem like they're starting to get a little bit more comfortable without wearing the mask. You know mm-hmm. that that's on them. Uh, I'm gonna wear it as long as long as I can uh, and handle it. Definitely should. Now, uh, of course, you know with COVID in this last last month, we've had a lot of things going on with uh, the George Floyd situation and protests and riots and and just the country has been. There's been a lot going on. Is there anything that you'd like to say or anything that you've had on your mind about, uh, you know, that situation and everything that's been going on? Um, I think, you know, I think that uh, it's definitely being a strong movement. Uh, you know, I think people are taking it serious now, you know, whereas we've had previous situations like that where it kind of got normalized, you know? Right. And then it seems like everybody's like fed up now. And, uh, and I, I think, you know, prayers to his family and, you know, prayers to the loved ones. But I think it's, you know, it can, a lot of good things can come out of this. You know, people are pushing for Juneteenth to be a holiday now. Like, you know, they want, you know, we want equality. And I think that's right. a major thing that people are really, uh, you know, trying to push towards. And, um, you know, right now, the main thing, man, you know, I really just hope that uh, people, I agree with the protests and I agree with, you know, all the social media protests, but I, you know, just don't forget to pray, man. You know, I, I really want people to 
you know, realize that there is a God that can change this whole situation. You know, if everybody come together and, you know, pray, I, I really think, you know, there will be a blessing out of that as well, too. But uh, it's, a, it's a sad situation, but, you know, hopefully something good will come out of it. And, and I agree with you 100%. I think that, you know, I think some people forget about the power of prayer and what, and what it can do. And, and, and it's just, like you said, it's been, it's been so wild. And, and just being able to finally, you can, you can just get a feel that there's some change. Even here in the state of Virginia, we mm-hmm. uh, finally made uh, Juneteenth an official holiday, at right. least an official state holiday, which right. is like, I'm saying to myself, wow. I mean, I, I would have never seen that. I never thought I'd see it in my lifetime, but hey, I'm here in 2020 and I'm getting the opportunity to see it. So yeah, witness the history, man. Witness. Right, right there in front of our eyes. It's weird. I mean, I guess it's kind of weird for me because I'm like, is this actually happening? And, yeah, and for me, I'm like, I was thinking about that earlier, man. I was like, man, this, you know, 2020 is a year of history that should be taught. You know, you know, like later, you know how we learned about right. certain things within history, especially black history. You know, this is definitely, we're definitely witnessing history right now. Yeah, you hear about the like the years of 1969 and how critical that was. 2020 is going to be on those books as one of those years. Like this happened, that happened. I mean, that's it's only been the first six months. That's what has me a little bit worried. The first the first six months has been wild. I mean, between losing Kobe Bryant and and this and and I mean, it has just been crazy. Wow, it's it's been wild. Hmm. Now, now, Javian, I'll ask you this. I mean. You know, I think multiple times people have asked you your story and how you come up and, you know, it's been about, but how did you fall in love with football? What was that first moment that you were sitting there and you're like, man, this, this is the sport I love with all my heart. This is what I want to do with my life. Uh, what, what was that moment for you? Man, I've been playing football since I was five years old, man. It's just, you know, ever since I started playing, I just loved the game, man. Just, you know, growing up, I was more of an offensive player, you know, playing running back and stuff like that. But it was just fun. I just always loved sports, football, basketball. You know, I just always wanted to be active. But as far as football, man, just growing up, it, it like, it taught me to be tough. You know, it taught me to, it taught me life lessons, you know, all throughout different stages, you know, uh, just having uh, a sense of a brotherhood, even literally, you know, people from around the neighborhoods like that. I just I've loved football since I started playing football, man. Like, and it's, you know, that's that. Yeah, you know, for me, it's crazy because I've always, like, I, I, I played a little bit when I was in school, and then I realized that maybe I should stick to the booth. Uh, I, I just wasn't quite ready to be that person. I did a little bit more basketball and baseball, but my love for football trumps pretty much everything else. And, and, and I wish I had the talent <laughs> to, to play uh, at another level, but you know, being able to call games and watch games and just see the game in action is always a beautiful thing. I, I, I love it. So, right. I mean, you can tell, like, when you play and from what I've seen, you can see that energy, you can see that passion, and that's, and that's, all, that's all you ever want, especially right. coaching, if they just seeing that person that, that has that passion. Now, uh, you know, we talked about um, that, and, you know, we, you know, we've heard the stories of, you know, coming up from community college to hidden Florida State, but in your eyes, how was that journey for you from – from community college to Florida State and then hitting the NFL. Uh, I mean, you know, what went through your mind through that process? What kept you motivated during those times? Man, to be honest, man, like, 
this kind of touch on both the questions that was just asked, but like, I, um, I went three years out of high school without playing football. So I missed three seasons. Like I was just going to class. And uh, that was another thing that made, it, it didn't make me realize, but it made me miss football. Like I missed the little things about football, like not even just playing in the games, just the way to, you know, walking on campus and smelling freshly cut grass. <laughs> you know, something like that made me miss football, you know? So it's right. like, when and uh and that's part of, that was like part of the first journey uh you know missing three seasons without playing football and then walking on to florida state you know uh man it was just so much going on man uh really the main thing was just building that confidence to go to florida state and be a walk-on man yeah i mean and and that and that's the, and that takes a different type i mean you always see the stories of you know, like the coach is like, all right, this person, and then they get the scholarship. Did you get that moment? Did you get that moment when it kind of surprised you a little bit? I used to, I used to always watch like YouTube <laughs> videos and stuff and see different schools, and they'd be like, they'll, you know, bring the team up and he giving this speech, and then it's a surprise, and the whole team go crazy. But yeah. nah, none of that, man. You didn't get it. <laughs> I, 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 it was, man. Where's my celebration moment? I need people to come out here with whipped cream and, and, and dump coolers and Gatorade. I need that. Where, where's my moment at, you know? I'm glad, I'm glad that it didn't happen, though, as, as crazy as it may sound, because, right. um, you know, I went my first year, I was ineligible. Mm-hmm. So uh, my second year, I came, and I was just hungry as ever, man. I went in there, and I, I made sure I was going to get recognized, man. And, uh, that's how I got my scholarship. And I'm glad that it happened the way it happened because even though it was an accomplishment, right? I wasn't satisfied. I'm like, okay, I got my scholarship, but I, you know, I'm I'm trying to start. Right. You know, that was my goal. Like I wasn't just happy with getting a scholarship. And um when I got my scholarship, to be honest, man, I didn't even really tell nobody. Like we had to go straight to practice. Like we had to go practice. <laughs> We went straight to practice. Yeah, I'm happy I got my scholarship, but I'm like, okay, we still in camp mode, so I still right here and you know what I'm saying show them that I can start. Right. You know? but, uh, the word slowly got out, and you know I, the excitement came through my teammates, but I was still hungry, man. I was like, man, I'm trying to start because I know I know where I'm trying to go. Right, and, and you know, and that's that's the thing, you know, you it you had an opportunity. It was like they slid the piece of paper. It's like, all right, here you go. Congratulations. Here's your scholarship. Now let's get back to work. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, now let's talk a little bit more about Florida State. Because Florida State, the last couple of years, first time since 1975 and 1976, since they've had back-to-back losing seasons. And it's just, they're just, it's just not accustomed to it. It's been, a, it's been a, actually since that time, since they had a true losing season. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, for you as a Seminole, when you look at that, what do you see? What do you want to see happen um, to the school to get them back on track? Do you think they're on the right track right now, or what would you like to see happen to make that happen? I I think I think it was a good hire. You know, um, I don't really know much about the coach, but mm-hmm. one thing I do know is that Memphis they won a few games, and you know I knew a couple guys that played at Memphis, and they were they talked highly of him. So the the main thing, man, is just having that standard, man. Florida State has a standard that is set very high, man. And regardless of how cool you want to look or how cool you want to be, just because you put that Seminole on your helmet and, you know, that don't, that's not going to win the games. You got you to gotta go out there and put the work in. Right. 
day in and day out. And that's what we did. Like, that's what the people before me did, you know? And, you know, when I got there, the standard was set. So when I got there, it was like, okay, I see how things are going. Like, you know what was up? Right. Because it was leaders on the team, not even the coaches. Yeah, there were coaches that emphasized the standard, but the leaders on the team, you know, the tradition has been passed on. And now I feel like, you know, yeah, it is the coaches, but I'm also saying that the leaders on the team have to step up because the past couple of years, you know, it, it hasn't been the standard that has been at Florida State. So uh, that's, that's what I want to see, man. I want to see them hold the standard high, man, and just go out there and play Florida State football how it's supposed to be played. Yeah, it's like, it's funny because I, I, I got a chance to catch Florida State play this year. We cover UVA out here and they played UVA um, in, um, they played UVA in, at, uh, in Charlottesville. And it was just, you can just tell that the vibe, like you can tell that they, they've got pieces. There's pieces there at, you know, in Florida State that can, they can get the team back to where to be, but it just seemed like it wasn't clicking at the time. And, you know, hopefully with the new coach, things can come back and, and, and we'll see that Florida State team of old. I, I got a good feeling about it. I mean, those type of programs, those big-time programs like Florida State, you know, the Miamis of the world. I know soccer Miami is a little bit of a tough one, but, you know, you see those type of organizations, uh, those uh, colleges and universities, they start to plateau themselves back up there eventually. I think Florida State will be fine. I think so. They definitely had the pieces, man. They definitely got the athletes, but, you know, talent don't win games. You know, you got to go out there. And you got you to really play football, man. So let's see. Last year, uh, your first season with uh, Carolina, you were with the uh, with the Panthers last year. Had a couple of seasons with Tampa Bay. Uh, take us back to last year in your mind. Do you feel like that you improved on a lot of stuff? And you know how was last year for you? Uh, and as we start to look into this year coming up, uh, what type of team are you uh, looking to 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 latch on to uh, and, and take your game to the next level? Man, right now. Um... Well, first of all, I want to say that Carolina, Carolina was a great experience. You know, uh, I don't think the door is absolutely shut there, but, right. um, you know, because, it, you know, I'm talking about the coaching staff that I was with. Right. Uh, they, they changed, not changed my perspective, but they opened my eyes to a different, you know, to a different view of how it is in the NFL. Because when I came there, you could see they had confidence. You know, when I got there, you can tell that the coaches, you know, they they had that dog mentality. You know, right. it wasn't like passive or soft, you know. So that I feel like that helped a lot. But, you know, even though we didn't win a lot of games, it was just that it is what it is. But, you know, Carolina, uh, even when I used to play them, when I played for Tampa, I used to go, we used to go to their stadium. And he was like, man, what thing about them? Them boys got that energy, you know? Right, right. And, and that's that's what it was, man. You know, having Cam Newton that quarterback bringing the energy, you know, uh, it changed it changed my perspective on uh, how it should be on the football field and just having fun uh, outside of X's and O's, just having fun, having that dog mentality, man. And uh, the situation that I'm trying to go into now, man, it's just uh, right now I'm just going to the best situation that I can get on the field quick as possible, man. Because I'm trying to, you know, to, you know, I'm trying to start. Last year I started at Carolina, so. You know, the goal is to go somewhere and start, man. Uh, find the best situation without, you know, picking certain teams or whatever, you know, just right. finding the best fit for me and, and what I can uh, contribute to the team. That's awesome, man. I mean, and, and, and I think that, you know, with 
with the way things are now, has it been a little bit tough for you to try to, you know, work out for teams or any form of the fashion? Have you been using the Zoom calls to kind of do that type of thing, or has it just been? Uh, probably to make visits, yeah, probably. But I, I haven't – I only worked out with one team, and that was mm -hmm. my rookie year with Tampa. Right. Uh, I didn't have a workout with any other teams or Carolina or any other teams, even last year or any year before that. I was just – you know, I kind of just signed or whatever, but uh, you know, yeah, I can see, I can see this having an impact on things. But uh, you know, like I was saying earlier about praying, man, I know right. God got me regardless. So you know, I don't even trip about that stuff. I know that uh, when the opportunity comes, it's gonna come. So I don't even worry about you know Corona <laughs> and stuff. Right, right. Preach, preach. I can hear you, man. <laughs> I I can hear you, man. I mean, it's, and I guess we talked about earlier that power of prayer, man. People don't know you know, how important that is. And that faith, you know, I mean, I, I'm a man of faith and I, people don't realize how important that is. And I think sometimes people get shy to talk about it because, you know, there's so many different elements nowadays and people are afraid to talk about that part, but there's, there's nothing, there's a so much power. I know how I got here, so. Exactly. I know that. My story, you know, you look at my story, you can't, you, you know, I, I tell I tell I tell details but I don't go too detailed about it. Right. But, you know, you'll know like that guy. Like there's no way this dude can miss three years of playing football, walk on to a top school at the time that just won a national championship. Right. Earn a scholarship and start. Like what what like, you know, that don't that don't happen. That don't yeah, that just don't happen. without <laughs> some type of help. <laughs> just a right. little bit of help there, right? Right. So I mean, it, it, it's amazing what you know what can be done when you have when you have that that power of prayer and that belief and that faith. Mm -hmm. All right, now we're gonna head to my favorite segment on the show, ladies and gentlemen. It's time for quick ones. This is the Javian Elliott edition. Javian, are you ready for quick ones? Yeah, let's get it. All right, here we go. All right, I'm gonna hit you. Now, normally I do four, but today I got five for you. So let's see what we got going on here. First Ooh. one. Best receiver you ever matched up against? Best receiver? Mm. I, I, I went, I've been against Julio. Julio. Okay, okay. Yeah. He didn't give you too much trouble, did he? No, nah, you know, luckily, nah. <laughs> you, know, you handled your own, right? <laughs> he's a great player. He's a great player, you know. Right. Everybody know that. Exactly, exactly. I, I got to see Julio a couple years ago play against Washington because uh, we covered the Redskins here. And I remember seeing just, I mean, I didn't realize how huge Julio was until he walked past me. I was like, I was up, bro. <laughs> I didn't realize how big he was until he walked past me. But that was the first game that he scored a touchdown. And like he had had a whole year we hadn't scored a touchdown. And then against Washington is where he uh, was able to uh, get that first last touchdown. Season. As well. Yeah, last season. I yeah, he was finally able to get that. So, it, it was uh, very interesting to see him get that and make that happen. Yeah. Next one, greatest sports moment. For, for me personally or? Yeah, the greatest sports, like, and, and it doesn't necessarily have to be, it's that moment that you just, oh man, this, is, this meant the world to me. It could be something personal that you did. It could be something that happened um, that you saw. It could be a, a game, anything like that. Uh, for me, I would have to say at Florida State when I caught, uh, my first pick, first game that I played in, caught my first pick uh, against uh, Louisville. Lamar Jackson was that quarterback. Hey. Uh, <laughs> anybody, anybody, go look at that video, man. You'll see how the crowd, like my teammates, 
went crazy, like the crowd go crazy, you'll just see that the love that was shown, man, and it'll get it'll definitely give you chills, you know, the background of my story and how I got to there. And then, and then you look, you take a look at it now, say, man, look at the guy that Lamar Jackson is, and you're like, okay, I see yeah. you, I I got you, I I got your number at least once. I mean, you yeah. you've gotten Jameis, you picked off Jameis, you picked off Cam, I so yeah. you. You've had you've had a chance to you know dibble and dabble here and there. So that's hey, that's all Heisman. Hey, I want to Heisman. Yeah. Pretty solid. Yeah, ain't nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that. <laughs> so favorite athlete growing up? Man, growing up, it's uh, it's, it's this gonna sound crazy, but uh, not crazy, but Ladainian Thomason. I used to okay. love. I used to love Ladainian Thomason. Me, because I played running back, you know, I used to love him. And then as far as, well, if it's just one, I'll just go with that one. Oh, you can, no, you can say another one. I'm fine with that. I'm not going to I'm not gonna restrict you here on a quick one. Yeah. But no, if it was basketball, I used to love uh, Allen Iverson, man. I used to, you know. Hey, I, baby. Yeah. <laughs> the 757, I ain't mad at that. I ain't mad at that. Now, next one, who's on your playlist right now? Who, who are you rocking to right now on the playlist? Right now, I'm listening to Future, Baby, you know, Lil Baby, uh, Young Boy. Okay, okay. Uh, Those, those, if I was to go to my phone right now, those would probably be the top three that pop up. Okay, okay, okay. And the last one for you, I'm gonna see if I can throw a little bit of a wrench in your plan. Worst movie you ever seen? Ooh, worst movie? Oh man! Worst movie you ever seen? I have to really think because I ain't a big movie person like that. But I, I watch a lot of TV, so the worst right. movie. And <sighs> <laughs> I, I, I tell you, the last question always gets everybody. This is one movie that I watch. I don't know okay. if it's the most. I don't. I don't. I wouldn't call it the worst movie I watched, but I was okay. really disappointed, and I forgot the name of it. But it was the Tupac movie. Oh, was it his, like, his actual movie? Like, the one that was based on him? Years ago. Oh. I was very disappointed in it. Uh, (sighs) I think the guy they had playing him, he kind of looked like him a little bit. But it had so much hype behind it. Yeah, they were hyping it. They was like, oh, man, because it's the biggest movie. I wouldn't call it the worst movie, but it was a disappointment. It was definitely disappointing. (laughs) That's the last thing. Then you got dumb movies, you know, the stupid, funny movies, you know. Um, oh, man, what was that on Netflix? Not How High, not how high 2. Uh, <laughs> man, I can't think, I can't think of it. It's going to uh, buy, you know what? It's going to uh, Undercover Brother 2, man. Oh, yeah, that was horrible. Tell me what uh, Michael <laughs> J. White, oh, my goodness. Yeah. <laughs> I watched like 10 minutes of it and I was like, nah, this gotta go. So, alright, so this is this is what made me mad. I watched it too. I watched that too. So this is what made me mad about it. So when I was watching, I'm like, okay, where's Eddie Griffin? I understand you, can, you can't do it all the time. But then when they had him, I'm like, you have Michael Jai White playing. It doesn't, it doesn't make sense. He's, it didn't seven, make sense, he's six foot eight. He's, he's like way taller than my man. So right. it, just, it doesn't click. And then he wasn't really a big part of the movie. It was his like brother that was, it was a brother that was supposed to be. I don't know, I watched 10 to 15 minutes Dude. of it. It was just corny, so I turned it off. No, I, I'm not gonna lie to you, I watched all of it. You, you saved yourself some time. I, 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 I was playing in the first movie too, and I'm like, man, I, the first 10, 15 minutes, I was Dang. not into and, it. And the expectations, because the first movie is a beast. 
You yeah. can't go. You can't go wrong with the first one. But that, yeah, I, I agree with you. That was yeah. that was some hot garbage. I was a little bit upset about that. Right. Right. <laughs> All right, everybody. That was quick ones. And once again, I want to thank uh, Javian Elliott for coming on the show today. And before we get off of here, Javian, I got two last questions for you. Number one, what do you see yourself in your post NFL career, and what type of legacy do you want to leave behind in the game? Um. After the game, man, I see myself making an impact on the younger generation, man, as far as uh, as far as being um, an inspiration and finding a way, whether it's a program or just going around on tours and talking to schools or right. something. But I see myself reaching out to people like me. You know, it's easy to talk to anybody in my story, you know, a lot of people find my story inspiring, but I really think, uh, you know, I really think I could find a way to reach, to reach a lot of people with the way that I got to where I'm at today. And, um, you know, I'm coming up with ways right now to help, you know, help that process, you know, trying to get ahead of the game on that. And uh, as far as the legacy that I want to leave on the game, man, it's just, um, Man, I just want people to know that, uh, for one, I want to know, I want them to know how I got there and that uh, right. it don't matter how, how you get there. It's what you do when you get there. And, um, you know, it, you know, it don't matter about when you got drafted or how, what, how many stars you had. Like, you go in there and work hard, you, you know what I'm saying? You know, I just want them to realize that you can be a dog out there regardless of how you get there. And I just, that's what I, I want to be recognized as somebody who, when, it, when my name is brought up, they was like, yeah, that boy, he, um, he, he can go, he can go. He came every day to work, work hard. Not only, you know, just being a student of the game, man, you know, really, really, you know, having knowledge of football. And I want people to understand that as well. Like other than, oh, you know, he just got a shot and he took advantage of his opportunity. No, this dude really, really worked hard every day to get where he was at. And that's the legacy that I want. And that's the impact that I want to give the younger generations that they can do the same thing as well. All right, everybody. You heard it from my man, Javian Elliott, coming to an NFL team near you. So just you just watch. He's, it's coming. Watch out for this man. He's, he's been a, a, a big talent. And someone that you could just plug on that team and make things happen. So NFL teams, if you're not listening, hey, you better start knocking on the door to this man right here. Javen, I truly appreciate you coming on to episode 11 here on the on the one-on-one -on, -one on the Legacy Maker Sports Network. Uh, thank you all for tuning in. Once again, I'm Darrell Owens, Legacy Maker Sports Network. Until next time. Welcome to the one-on-one. When it comes to ratings, man, we number one. I get the truth, then I give them the scoop. If anybody got a question, I give them the proof. Welcome to the one-on-one. When it comes to ratings, man, we number one. I get the truth, then I give them the scoop. If anybody got a question, I give them the proof. Welcome to One on One at Legacy Maker Sports Network.